So this episode is actually one I recorded as a part of a micro audio summit I am hosting called Sell Out Your Coaching Offer in 2023. I invited six women who are so damn good at what they do. Each of them are go-to experts in their specific niche. So in this little micro audio summit, each of them are sharing their top tips and steps for you to take your offer and sell the darn thing out in 2023. So in addition to these laser-focused interviews, as a part of the summit, you're also getting seven free bonuses, one from each of them. Amazing, right? So you can just drop down in the show notes right now and claim your free ticket. Yeah, did I mention? It's free. Yay. So in this episode, you'll also hear me talk about a bonus masterclass that I'm hosting on January 12th. It's called How to Know Exactly What Offers You Should Have in Your Business and How to Price Them Right. Yes, we're going to be talking about pricing, including things like number psychology, high ticket pricing, low ticket offers, all that good stuff. So you'll definitely, definitely want to click that bad boy in the show notes and save your seat. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so without further ado, here is my episode all about how to design a no-brainer offer that your ideal client really, really wants. I hope you enjoy. My name is Marian Wagner, and I am so excited that you're here. I wanted to kick off this special micro audio summit with this episode because your offer is arguably the most important ingredient in your business. No offer, no business, right? And a so-so offer can mean a so-so business. And I know that's not what you want. So in this episode, we are talking about how to design a no-brainer offer that your ideal client really, really wants. This is the type of offer that she sees and goes, duh, I'd be ridiculous not to invest in this. Alex Hermosi calls these grand slam offers, offers that are so effective, profitable, and life-changing that it seems they can only be the result of good luck right? And that's probably how it looks to someone with an untrained eye from the outside. But in nearly all cases, a no-brainer offer is the result of a lot of thinking, a lot of research, and a lot of failure. I think about my own experience and man, I've created a lot of crappy offers in the past 12 years I've been in the online business game. But You either get the results you wanted or the lesson you needed. So there's really no failing here. You collect all those loser lessons and it leads you to creating that one killer offer that is a home run, right? You just need to start with one. And a lot of people quit after one or two of those little lessons, but that's not you. So after listening to this episode, you're going to know exactly how to create your next no-brainer offer that will have your ideal clients just jumping at the chance to sign up. So before we dive into the good stuff, I'll start off with just sharing a little bit about who I am and who I who I work with. So for a long time in a previous life, I was a school psychologist. I loved it, but I, I needed a hobby. So I did what a lot of people did, you know, 15 years ago, I started a blog. And I, I don't know what made me choose this, but I chose to do a style blog. I really had no business because, well, I didn't have the best style, but I, gosh darn it, I dove in and I did it. And back then in the early days of blogging, you had to post four to five times a week in order to gain traction. Those were kind of the unwritten rules back then. So it was a lot of work. It was a full-time job almost on top of my job as a school psychologist. And I also, I always mention this because it's just so funny. I didn't have a professional photographer or a Instagram husband. I had a 
timer on my camera. I didn't even have a remote. I just would hit the button on my camera and then I'd run in front of a wall and I'd count down in my head like five, four, three. And I'd hope I would hold, hold a decent pose for when the camera went off. It was really hilarious for people to watch because I did this in public. <laughs> but, but long story short, I did all the work. I put in my reps and I posted for over a year and a half, four to five times a week. And I had maybe three people who read my blog. Right. So I remember I was driving home from work one day and I had what in the psychology world we call a lightning bolt moment. And that is a moment of just pure clarity that just smacks you across the face. And for me, it was realizing that what I was doing was not working. Here I was trying to grow this blog. Like I read every book. I, I studied the, the successful bloggers. I did everything. But what I wasn't doing was actually being myself. Like I was, I was muting myself big time, censoring everything. Um, and not that I swear. I don't, I really don't swear. It was more just like I was, I was looking at every sentence I typed through the lens of, is this going to be offensive to anyone? Is this too much personality? I need to be, I need to be more vanilla. I vanillified myself like to the point where I had no flavor at all. I was boring. And that's not what a brand is built on, right? So in this moment, driving home, I decided, screw it. I'm just going, I only have three people. I'm all, I'm just going to start creating content that I would like that I think is great. And I'm going to write this blog for me, um, and just see what happens. So I peeled off the bandaid and just dove right in and went bold with it, with my own quirky, weird personality. And it was, such a shift, you guys. This is a lesson for anyone in business is just forget the rules, forget about what you've been told to do and just step into who you are and what makes you unique and and weird and awesome. Um, And that's where the secret sauce is. So I grew from three people to over a quarter million page views a month. I started having real income coming in. I had campaigns with uh, Adidas, which is like my dream business and like Wayfair, Maybelline, I just, it just took off. Um, and I, after having Cooper, my son, who he was a newborn back then, and now he's nine years old, I started my second online business this time in the network marketing space. And I grew that one to six figures as well. So in 2018, I just started really noticing that a lot of online entrepreneurs, they seem to fall into one of two camps. Right. I started seeing really incredibly gifted, um, just brilliant women who had all these, like their, their plate was overflowing with what they could do in their business, but they had no self-belief. They, they didn't have the gumption and the backbone to actually step into their greatness. And then on the flip side, the other camp was there's these women who believed in themselves to a ridiculous degree which was awesome, but they didn't have the know-how. They didn't have the strategy, um, the skills. So I started right then to combine, I created my signature method. I combined psychology and strategy. And to this day, I use the signature framework as an income growth strategist to help my clients create breakthroughs in their income to start attracting and signing up their dream clients and truly begin believing at a core level what they can create inside their business. And really, there is so much psychology in every aspect of your business from how you price your offers to the words you use to the colors of your brand, right? It's 
actually an obsession of mine, to be honest. But I, and I, sh- I maybe I should tell you this now is since you have a ticket to this micro audio summit, you also have a free ticket to the masterclass that I'm hosting on Thursday, January 12th called how to know exactly what offers you should have in your business and how to price them right. I'm going to be diving more into pricing psychology, how many offers you should have, and the most common mistakes we see with offers and pricing um, in this masterclass. So maybe even pause this episode and just go click the link in the show notes and save your spot because you definitely do not want to miss that. Okay, so let's get into it, shall we? In this episode, we're going to cover three big topics that you want to know about in creating your offers. You're going to have the framework lined up for your no-brainer offer, and then you'll just fill in the gaps when you come to the masterclass on the 12th, because this would be a really ridiculously long episode if I tried to cram everything in this time here. So I won't do that to you. So my goal for you today is that you walk away with a list of ideas that make you excited, like jump up and down excited, call your business bestie and tell them all about it. So the three big topics we're going to dive into first off is who you're selling to next, the problem you solve and how that affects your pricing. And lastly, marketing. I'll share some psychology-based tips on how to position your offer so that it really smacks your ideal client across the face (laughs) so they can have their own little lightning bolt moment. All right, so starting with who you're selling to. When creating a killer offer, you always want to start by thinking about who you're talking to, right? Another way to put this is you want to think about who your market is because your market really dictates not only your offer, but your ability to grow an income. So there are four things you want to think about. The first is pain, right? How much pain are they in? Answering this question will also help you with knowing what to price your offer, by the way, but it really helps you with creating your marketing copy in selling your offer. The pain is the pitch. And we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Uh, the second thing, are you selling to a profitable niche, right? This is a question that many people kind of glaze over, but it's so important. So I like examples. For example, if your offer is around coupons and collecting the best online coupons for people to use, your target market are couponers, right? They likely are not going to want to spend a lot of money for your offer or your service. That's not a profitable niche. Okay. The third one, can you find them? Can you find your market? Can you connect with them? You want to make sure your target market, you can find them easily. Are there social media groups, specific blogs they read, um, associations they belong to, that kind of thing? So for for example, if you're a dating coach, maybe your clientele all use the same one to two apps or services. Or if you're a coach for new parents, teaching them how to get their newborn to sleep through the night. I have a newborn at home, so this sounds great. You could easily locate groups with moms-to-be, new moms, moms struggling with sleep training, right? You just want to make sure that you aren't searching for a needle in a haystack when it comes to marketing. And an example of that might be if you're just trying to find women who have low self-confidence, right? You might be able to come up with a few ideas on where to search, but it's going to be a much more time-intensive, difficult journey because it's so generalized. Okay, the fourth thing, and this is the last one to consider when you're um, about who you're selling to, 
Is it a growing in-demand niche? So we all know that there are three markets that will always exist, health, wealth, and relationships, right? You just want to ask yourself if what you're trying to create an offer around, is it shrinking or is it growing? And the first example that pops in my mind right now is we've seen it change dramatically in the past six years is like DVDs. And do you remember Blu-rays, Blu-ray players? (laughs) Remember if people bought home workouts, it was on a DVD, but now everything is streaming online. And if you failed to make the transition and you're still trying to sell workout DVDs, then you've missed the boat. So one more note about this first point here is when you're thinking about who you're selling to, a huge tip is to pick a lane and get really niche, right? You've maybe heard this saying, but the riches are in the niches, niches, niche, niche, whatever. (laughs) That's where the riches are. When you're designing and naming your offer, you'll be able to charge far more for a product that is niche down versus one that is not. So here's an example. Offer A is called grow your audience. Offer B is called grow your audience for coaches. And offer C is called uh, 30-day Instagram action plan for life coaches to grow your audience engagement and sales. Which of these three do you think can be priced highest? Right? Niche down and you can actually charge more. Right? Okay. All right. Number two, the problem you solve and how that affects your pricing. And a couple of things I want to point out here as there seems to have been little ripples in the online marketplace when it comes to coaches creating offers that they really can't deliver on. And by that, I mean, they aren't really qualified to be the authority on a given problem and, or they way under deliver and over promise. And I think it's something that we can all agree on here that we really want to stay in our zone of genius. Like you have a superpower in something that no one else does. You can help people in a way that no one else can. And whatever it is that you're most qualified and authoritative in is also where you're going to have the most fun, right? Business can be fun. It should feel flowing and free and in alignment with who you are. So that's just point number one I wanted to kind of address here, but also we always want to over-deliver, always, right? You want your clients to shout you from the rooftops to tell all their friends about you and say things like, like, Sarah, you need to raise your prices, right? That's the goal, right? Is to just deliver so much goodness and life-changing value to your clients that it's just a win-win all around. That's when business is fun. Okay, so this kind of leads us into marketing and how to sell your offer. And there are four steps I want to walk you through, and this is good stuff. Is step number one is identify the dream outcome for your ideal client. Now, this should be super easy for you because you you know who you're working with inside and out. Chances are you were her at one time in your life, right? And you want to make sure that you're not staying surface level with answering this question. So for example, my second business was in the health and wellness industry. I wasn't selling the workout programs. No one wants a workout program. They want to lose weight, right? It's not about the plane ride. It's about the vacation. So what is your ideal client's dream destination and what would they like to experience, feel, or know? And here's a quick marketing tip. 
you don't really need to sell someone on their dream outcome, right? They already want it. They don't need to be sold on it. So for example, when I'm talking with a potential client, I already know that they want more passive income. They want to wake up in the morning to an email inbox overflowing with new leads and requests for discovery calls. I already know that they have a vision for their business. I want to understand that vision, but ultimately I'm not trying to sell them on it. They're there. It's, it's theirs. What I do want to understand more and market to more are their pain points. So this is something we alluded to earlier. So that's step number two, actually, is make a list now of all the things your ideal client struggles with, and this is important, their limiting thoughts around them. So make a list of all the things they struggle with and their limiting beliefs and thoughts around them. And here's another marketing tip. When listing out the problems, think about what happens immediately before and immediately after someone uses your product or your service. So in my, in my school psychologist days, we'd call this the, the precedent and the antecedent, what happened right before the kid threw the chair across the room, and then what happened directly afterwards. And that information, it was truly the most powerful data when designing an intervention plan. And it works here for developing your marketing plan. How great is that? So, because this right here is how you design an insanely valuable offer. So let me give you an example. I think that will help like break this down is um, my book writing coach. I'm writing a book right now. And so I have a book writing coach. He has this entry level offer of a DIY course called how to write your book in 90 days. Awesome, right? Well, Inside that same offer, he's added bonuses and some of them are paid up sales and others are just included for free, but they all relate to problems someone will undoubtedly have before they write their book, during the book writing process, and after they've written the book and they want to publish the dang thing. So he has a bonus that comes with his main offer um, called five steps to writing a book title that will sell books, right? Because If you're going to write a book, you also have to come up with your book title. And so when someone's saying they want to write a book in 90 days and they're looking at the offer and they see, oh, this will teach me how to write an awesome book title, (laughs) like sold. Another one he has is a step-by-step guide on self-publishing your book on Amazon, right? So it's just what happens before and what happens after. It takes the whole process and sells the pieces before and after and includes it as part of the offer. And those put your offer over the top. Okay. Step three is one that is a little bit more complex. So I'll dive more into it with the masterclass on the, on January 12th, but it's the solutions list. You want to make a list of solutions for every single pain point that you wrote down. And I'll lead you through a copywriting exercise that literally will give you so many incredible offer ideas that you'll pinch yourself, you won't believe it. And I'll just give you a quick example right now using my own work with with my clients. So just to kind of illustrate it, but we'll cover this in the masterclass, but that is, um, what's the main, okay, the I was gonna say, I'm trying to decide between two main problems I hear from clients, but I'm gonna go with this one. So a big part of what I do is help my clients with how to stand out in their niche and be seen as the go-to authority right? So the problem I would write down is you must develop your unique positioning strategy, 
right? And the limiting belief that I hear from clients around that is, I don't know how to stand out. I'm not that unique. And so the name of the solution that I can come up with this uh, to address this limiting belief is how to easily stand out from your competition, period. Another limiting belief might be, I'm not a salesperson. Selling will be too hard and confusing. So the name of the solution could be how to sell when you aren't a salesperson, right? So you're, you're naming an offer that's directly head on with their limiting belief around a problem. So, um, and I'll walk you through how to do this for your business on the 12th. So get excited. (laughs) All right. Step number four is the how it's the people might call it the container, the framework, the delivery system, and the main ones, the main three that you'll have here is in the coaching industry is one-on-ones, right? Small group, which might be like a Facebook group, a membership group, um, a Voxer only group too. Um, and then the third one is one to many solutions. So this would be like a course, a checklist, a PDF, a video training, a masterclass. So basically something you create and you can duplicate it. You can scale it to many people. And these are also, you can think about these as the done for you. If you are maybe like a social media coach where you can create, here are 30 done for you posts (laughs) that you can make. So that might be a one to many solution. And then you have the done with you which would be oftentimes like that small group container. And then the um, do-it-yourself, which would be also that one-to-many solution. Done with you is also that one-on-one. For a lot of coaches and mentors, they're with you in that process. And you obviously can charge more for the done with you and obviously most for the done for you. So, all right. So that is everything for this episode. I I just really hope that this got your brain cells firing with ideas and excitement. And there's so much more to this topic. I'll be happy to answer your questions as well on January 12th at the live masterclass. I love doing Q and A's with this topic because I have strong recommendations for what type of offers you want to focus on first, if you're just getting started, or if you have a smaller audience, that kind of thing. So Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for you to have an amazing 2023. You're going to do beautiful things this year, and I will see you in the next episode.